Yeah, Nash is out next to Trey, rifle up. She's what? staying next what? to the kids to keep them quiet. Well, Reggie's in the in the tent with the kids playing white noise. <laughs> <laughs> just white noise coming out of it's his just mouth. Just white noise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so like, creepy. <laughs> lucid dreaming white noise in the in their little brains. Amazing. Oh. I was actually wondering if you're on Jack's back, but even if you were, you could have been sleeping. Yeah, I think I think I was in the tent, mm-hmm. in the little tent thing with the kids and putting them to sleep with my white noise. Yeah. I now imagine Reggie is like one of those white noise nightlights. Yeah. So like he has no, the oh, white yeah. noise coming out of him, but also like star patterns and shit <laughs> yeah, projecting on the, <laughs> the ceiling of the tent. There's this really okay. nice like blue, you know, hued light just sort of slowly rotating. Uh, and if you slow down, like if you took the, the, the sample of the white noise, it's actually Reggie screaming. <laughs> but it just it's so like pared down because of all the filters that I put on it that it just sounds like nice white noise. Oh, that's so disturbing. Oh, yeah. It's it even is. worse. And when uh, you've noticed something that you're not sure whether it's uh, cute or annoying, but uh, whenever you speak, Reggie, to the kids, Whisper repeats what you've said as though she's the authority. Uh, she wants to make sure everybody hears what you said. Okay. I probably haven't addressed it yet. <laughs> well, um, there's yes, just this yeah. loud banging noise and it wakes everybody yeah. up. Uh, yeah. So it's as soon. Yeah. As soon as Nash now the comes kids out. come wandering yeah. out to the front room of the RV. Yeah. I know everyone, everyone should stay put. Stay put. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Trey will immediately say, um, get the like children into down. cover. Yeah. Okay, when uh, Reggie says stay put, Whisper repeats, everyone stay put, but half of them don't listen. If, if they're in the RV, then they're in there with Ula, so... And, and yeah, they just, wandered, they just wandered past Ula, who's sitting up in bed. I've got my gun out, and it's trained on the door, so I feel like even though they're children... They understand danger enough to go, oh shit. Yeah. Like kids and, aren't stupid. They're not yeah, just gonna be like, Oh, you have a gun out. I'm just gonna go walk in front no, of you. No, they're just they're just doing that thing when you wake a kid up suddenly and they're still blurry eyed and they just come toddling out. They don't know what's going on. Well, Lula's very quickly like, Wake up, get down, lay on the floor. It, instantly for you. All right. Trey, are you shouting something? Are you waiting for someone to come I'm, out? What? I'm not. I'm not going to shout, but I'm going to, you know, speak clearly and say, uh, uh, "Mr. Nash, we are in danger. There is a strike team uh, within the area. I do not know their location. They are quite possibly being masked from uh, any signals Fuck or strike uh, team. video. What strike team. The and Trey. Trey will actually tap on his arm and like the hollow tattoo of like the the six sword like the six purple swords will pop up and then he'll bring that up and then quickly drop it down again and he's like a strike team. What I so how I need to, you... I need to ask you something. I wish there was a more subtle way of asking this question, Jesse. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Have you taken your eyes off the thing? Did you turn around to bang on the door? I assume um, it's one of these, right? Yeah. Well, yes, but it's, I mean, it's in his peripheral. Like, so he has, I I might have, like, turned away, but he's also not, like, he's looking at the at the drone 
Oh, you, well, you, yeah, you're his... seeing in your heads up, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm yeah, the seeing, image like... the image that he saw was a was a visual internal representation of the message that was sent from the unknown drone to his. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll have at this point I'll have the drone in one in one window and I'll have that image minimized like smaller but still okay. displayed in my HUD. Okay, well then as everyone's waking up and whatever's going to happen next inside the RV, uh you're noticing out of the corner of your eye that it's slowly going down below the tree line. Uh the drone? Yep. Okay. Uh yeah. So I'll say uh, they are incoming. Uh, so when you tap your wrist, so have you given us, like, do we know about your background? Like, I know you had a long conversation with Reggie at one point, but when you do that, I don't know that, that Nash would necessarily grok the meaning, right? He has mentioned it because I remember showing you the tattoo before. Okay, okay. So I All have right, then, mentioned it before, yeah. Then, then he just nods and says, where, right? You know, like, gun up, like, I'm, I'm going to shoot this drone if it's watching us, right? Like... Yeah. And yeah, I'll point in the direction that my drone is in and I'll just explain like it is, you know, such and such distance away from the location of my drone. But again, I don't I do not know where the team is currently located. Can so you get I, that kill I, bot set up? We got to figure out we got to we got to set up a defensive perimeter. Reg, we're going to need your help out here. OK, yeah, let me immediately uh, he'll do like like long tap tap and the you'll see the little rat bot like the light comes up and he just goes boom points to a, a spot on his map and the drone just runs off <clears throat> and then nash is like fuck i have to go get him <laughs> i also want to point out something trey that this the symbol of your clutch is six mm -hmm. violet blades right mm -hmm. arranged in a geometric form <laughs> But the signal that you received was a single violet blade. Interesting. Okay. Nash comes back in, sees the kids on the floor, and kind of like cocks his head for a minute, and like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And he and he grabs like. The Actually, all the kids are covering the back of their necks because they're associating this with the take cover drill. They learned when the mine collapses, you cover the back of your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he grabs one of the straps, and he you know gets Reggie strapped on. And he says to Ula, um, we've got incoming Trey's clatch, maybe, or whatever that is here. Uh, there's a drone outside. Uh, fuck, I don't know. So she's just, she's basically taken up sort of a defensive position in front of the kids with her gun pointed at you know, the door. And how long do you wait holding that position if nothing happens? I want to try something before anything happens. Well, we go back outside. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, ahead. I would assume hours, right? I mean, like... If, well, if you want me to... Because I, I was going to say... I, I, want, I wanted to say something to Trey before... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just hop into it. Trey, well, well, did you did you say... Did you say stri strike team? Strike team from your from your friends in the clutch? From... Yes. All right. Potentially. What, what direction was... Where uh, where was the uh, drone? He'll and point. point to the... <laughs> Uh, I want to send Ghost Baby Reggie out in that direction and uh, and find the strike team. <laughs> I say that like it's some sort of drone. I want to go out as Ghost Baby Reggie and find the strike team, Todd. That's what I would like to do. 
Right, to, right. You want to astral project? I would love to. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like astral projecting. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah, of course. It hurts a, so much. There's so much pain in there. <laughs> this is a lucid dreaming roll, and uh, okay. you're going to need to beat an eight. Uh, <laughs> six. Six plus uh, ten. Oh. Six plus four is ten. That, well, that is a yes and. So let me make sure to mark your experience point. Uh, you are able to project fairly easily and uh, go out to the this sort of area where you see Trey is looking, sort of yes. beyond the trees in a particular direction. And you're like, I'm picturing like a little Casper, the friendly ghost kind of dude. Perfect. Um, as you come out into this uh area between some trees, a little bit of space between the trees, you do see the drone sitting on the ground and it's flashing a little digital signal. It's like three icons repeating in a loop. All right. I don't see, I, I, all I see, I just see the drone on the ground. All right. I, I want to go down. Do you want to get closer to yes. it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I, if from where I am, if I can't see, if Trey thinks there's a strike team so that I would, I'm looking for the strike team. But if I if all I have is the is, this the, is if I see this the drone, is all you this is all you see out here. There's nobody. Perfect. I'm going out down here. to it. Absolutely closer look. Okay. And Trey, are you holding your position? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I had um I'll I have the drone in kind of like a static formation, but still pointing towards that area, while the rat bot is out doing a um doing surveillance, and but I'm still with the group okay reggie you don't know what this means and you're going to be pulled back to your body if you don't make another roll in a second but you do see that the pattern is a skull another skull and a halo you okay. and i are expendable probably um and then okay. you're and then you're pulled back unless you want to do that roll again uh no i i think that i'm gonna i see i i see that information i need to get that information to try so i'll zap i'll zap back and then try try it's, it's blinking there's a there's a there's a i found the drone it's blinking a, a series of signals skull skull halo that's probably good news right uh, uh trey you remember exactly what that was in fact you dropped that to them in another version of this reality it's mm -hmm. basically your internal clutch code and it means uh, is that you? Identify. No. Trey. 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 Skull. Skull. Halo. Um. What? What capability does the drone have? Like, can it? I don't know. You give a examined. give a signal. Like, can it get? Like, can it project an image or display an image at all? D don't know. That depends on what type of drone it is. Um, all I have is, is drone. Although it, I mean, they well, shot yeah, it. Cause up. you saw it from, you saw it from <laughs> the, the edge of perception. It's, you know, yeah. hundreds. Of oh no, I'm talking about my drone. Oh, yours. My drone. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's built for hunting and sniping. <laughs> yeah. It's a combat drone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could, could you like, I'm assuming the, 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 the clash has like, you know, Codes like Morse code, you know, would be familiar with Morse code, things like that. Could you use the drone to send a response in, you know, more like if they can't show, uh, you know, skulls and halos, is there another way for you to be able to like make that contact? 
because it won't it won't let you connect. <sighs> All right, I got something. All right, so, um, so Reggie will say that it will tell me that, and at that point I'm gonna f- so I'm gonna fly the I'm gonna fly my drone over to the location. I'm gonna try to find the the enemy drone, the other drone. You find it easily, and you All verify right. that it isn't flat flashing that signal. All right. I'm going to hover in front of it and a little bit above, and then I'm going to activate the weaponry on my drone, and I'm going to do just in front of the ground, probably about 10 or so feet away from it, I'm going to fire at the ground, and I'm going to do a burst shot, then a single shot, and then a burst shot, and a burst shot. Basically, line dash dot dash dash Mm. uh it waits two seconds after your burst is over and then it hovers gently up in the air it tips left then right and goes back to the city Mm. that basically means acknowledge roger yep i'm gonna fly my drone till it hits the max distance for my range. Oh, it's so sad watching your little drone reach the boundary where it can yeah. no longer Yeah, it's like fall when you're. Away. It's like with a remote control car. You know how it starts to like go wah wah, and then it just <laughs> automatically U-turns and flies back to you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And All right, the like, kids are the it? kids are getting antsy now. The kids are like scrumming around. I have to go to the bathroom. Trey, what did you do? And what happened? At that point, so like once that happens. He's silent for probably like two minutes as this happens, right? <laughs> and then he'll just reach up, you know, gesture to close all the windows and say, um, apologies. We are not in danger from What the fuck? <laughs> well, what was that shit? Does it look like this? Yeah, Nash isn't he's he's not being quiet. <laughs> he's like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> With the uh previous encounter that you had had i figured that it would probably be best to be more safe than sorry uh yeah, that no, being I said that. i am sorry right like a strike team of of, of, of a bunch of people from trays clatch that's like a, a strike team of a, bu- a bunch of trays bearing down on us is quite a frightening frightening prospect so yeah that would oh, be that would be no reggie that no if it were just me just a few of me that would be ex- that would be acceptable. I am the least combat trained of my group. Makes me oh, Jesus. That makes me that, that makes me feel bad. That's a bad <laughs> feeling. <laughs> uh, but no, they were attempting to acknowledge me. Well, that's nice. Uh, like Nash opens up the door, so so Ula's in on the conversation. Like he's, you yeah, know, all she clear. walks over to the door. The kids go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. you gotta send like he taps them back first, to the, right? To the tent. A few of the boys just line, literally yeah. walk out and <laughs> just walk. Yeah. Yeah. try and get them back to bed. So your so your clutch, you 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 like your real clutch is here. Or at least a version of it. Did they? I cannot be sure. Did they like say hi? Was that them saying hi? Like, what's what do we expect? In effect, yes. Interesting. Would that was basically them saying, 
Trey, is that you? And Trey saying, yes. And them saying, gotcha. But Later. Yeah. All right. Do you think they'll help us? At the very least, if I or a version of me exists within this reality, then it makes our inception into the city easier. Okay, I like that. Interesting. Yeah, that would be true. Do we think that there's another you here? And if so, is that going to destroy this reality like it did when we came back from wherever right before this? That I can't confirm until I am able to get into the city and either uh, access Sibsec or the crab database. How, how cool do you think they would be as a group to find a second tray if that were to well, have happened? <laughs> it, is, it is probably a potential asset. Ah, uh, or I am somebody with um, with inside knowledge of their systems, and I am a threat, and they would attempt to eliminate me. I was just okay. add them to the list then, if that's the case. Right. <laughs> All right. So Again, that is that is uh, a potential outcome. However, without more information, we cannot be sure. How Todd? How secret? Is the organization like, or the Clatches common knowledge in where we come from? They're common knowledge and common practice, but their missions and activities are covert. Would be secret, All right? Yeah. So, so and probably just, like individual members are. Yeah, you would know. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, that's so, one of the big advantages of using children because there's additional privacy laws that you can take advantage of. So then Jack just says to Ula, is there, so there must be, uh, are you familiar with any sort of a clatch system here? Oh, it's common. Yeah. Okay. All, all the big corporations raise clatches. It's just that most of them don't use the children for underground intelligence operatives. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, real, just super quick breakdown, Leslie. For clatches, basically, their corporations raise children, either have them birthed or adopt orphans or buy children to raise as members of that corporation. Uh, they can be workers. They can be whatever. In my case, because it's a security corporation, I was raised as basically like espionage and like psyops for uh for intercorporation conflicts the idea being that children uh raised uh to to bond together as a group while differentiating enough to serve different tactical or practical purposes form the best working teams as adults okay and it's true the experiments have proven it so we have a class system Okay, well, there's an option, I guess. Do you expect to hear back from them? I do not know. I did not expect to hear from them in the first place. Right, right. I, I, well, they I certainly guess... won't let things stay. Either they'll be back or they're expecting him to come home. 
Well, does this change our plan then as far as going to the power station? Uh, we don't want to cause any more trouble for Ula's yeah. uh, family, <laughs> as it were. So, Trey, what do you, I, what do you think? I still do not believe that the children, I believe that the children are best suited for the power station. I think taking the extra couple of days in order to make sure they are secured in that facility is best. Ula, is that still cool with you? This is kind of an unknown now as far as whether or not they're going to trace clatch or potential clatch or version of whatever is going to be helpful or hurtful. Well, it would be a bit novel if it wasn't entirely all my fault. Um, I don't really see a reason to change our plan. I, I know probably the least about Trey's clutch, but it sounded as though it was not a contentious, <laughs> problematic interaction. I mean, they didn't try to kill us, I guess. Right. It was just sort of a... Yeah, they didn't try to kill us, so I'm going to call that a win. Yes. <laughs> the best I've got, so... Well, and if if they are helpful or they let Trey back in or, or however this works, they could be a huge asset to getting in the city, getting around, and, and potentially getting the wool from. Right. That sounds good. Okay, so there's got to be one big question in Trey's mind, and I don't know if it's giving him, you know, what humans would call feelings, but the fact that they – you know, are showing any concern at all? How did they know where you are? Oh, I know where they, I know, I know how they know where I am. <laughs> it's Argo fans, isn't it? No. Oh. <laughs> you chip, I mean, you yeah, well, on you? Nash, Nash and Reggie are probably incredibly familiar with this when in the military. Chipped. Yeah. Well, Reggie's not anymore. <laughs> no, no, I dug that bastard. Yeah, no, that, that's cool. Yeah. The problem is that um, is that my my chip is like tucked behind my frontal my frontal lobe. You can't dig that <laughs> out. Can't, can't necessarily <laughs> no. dig that out as easy as you. Different, different area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually oh, more chip. than more than the RFID chip that ordinary people get. Uh, his actually is a bio signal, so it's fused with his nervous system. And thus it reports not only where he is, but his vital signs. So would you say that, like, as we have been traveling, that perhaps they picked up on the – I mean, clearly they picked up on the signal again. I'm just – like, why haven't we heard sooner? It could be that they do not have a uh, – they have a somewhat limited range outside of the city. So well, it would all- be completely illogical for them to be constantly sweeping the entire surrounding area. That makes no sense. Well, okay, so it would have to. It, it would definitely be as a result of a sweep, and not necessarily something like all of a sudden your blip. You've shown up on a radar, and I, I, but I, I also, like, what are the odds, and how do we know that in this particular reality that your clutch isn't a Wolfram clutch? We do not know. Okay, that's that was something that was up in my in my brain. Whether or not it made <laughs> whether or not it made sense, like we we don't know which company you this re- particular reality 
tray is in. Well, or that is correct. Or However, one company the could be contracted no. by the other. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. The likelihood that uh, that all of the uh, the the data points would fall in where it was a clatch that I belong to that goes by that uh, that symbolism, uh, but then is underneath a different corporation is unlikely. Okay, still okay. plausible, but unlikely. Yeah, it becomes at least one order of magnitude less likely. Okay. And we are day trippers after all, so we we have to speak of reality in terms of probabilistics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I do believe that this does alter our entrance into the city slightly. However, I do I don't think that it will affect or should affect our overall plan of uh, traveling to the power station to deliver the children first. I, you know, Brad, I just had a weird thought that hit me, right? I mean, you know, because you can do the whole thing, you know, with your with brain and all. Presumably. Could could you open up a reality fracture yourself? Like, is, is, is it so unstable here that you – is that something that you could do? I, I've never – I haven't even – I didn't even think to try that. <laughs> but, but, but that's mostly because I did – I've really kind of just in trying to do the things that I'm doing. I can f sort of feel its its general strength, and based on what we understand of these fractures, I imagine that it will. And Reggie kind of like he does some math in his head, even though this we all know he's not doing the closest any thing math. You can, the closest thing you can think of is the last time you guys uh, were next to a tunnel, the one that the canister appeared in. And uh, Reggie, you tried to like close it, make, push it back. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even sure if you actually succeeded. I think you might have got a yes, but it was only I could succeed. It I, was I, I super, don't... super fucking hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's my only experience with it, but that was an existing one. So yeah. I. So I mean, you you bring up an interesting idea. To what end uh, are you are you talking about here? I mean, shit. If it gets us home, then that's the end. I mean, I. But ultimately, I, mean, I, I, I don't know that it's <clears throat> useful, even if you could do it, right? Because there's no guarantee that it opens up to somewhere that we want to go. I just, it, it just, it kind of hit me. We we're talking about probabilities and Trey's clash being here, and you know. I mean, I would. I, I'd be lying if I if I said, well, my experience with the other one, sort of locked this away for me as something to even attempt but i really i really think the risk if i did succeed however unlikely the risk of where that would even open to would be uh um may, maybe maybe too great without any idea of what i'd be opening opening up to i don't know if i even want to try that no that, that's a, fair do you want to try a brains roll i'm I'll be giving yes, it please. to you I mean, of course, do anything, you want anything brain. yes I, anything okay. to give me more information about this concept uh of a four a flat four. Oh, well okay it's 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 not so bad that i'm gonna pile a no and on you but uh the only thought that you do have while you're saying all this is that well maybe if you had help like whisper for instance god Okay, 
He doesn't say that out loud. <laughs> oh, yeah, he thinks, okay, so he thinks maybe if it helped from Whisper, he files that away. Then he sort of thinks of his experiences with the Frank. Um, Todd, what, what, what was the, yeah, I'm going to hold on to this. Never mind. Just never mind. I, I, I'm going to, not, nothing. Never mind. This I'm going to hold on to this and think about this. Agitated baby in a jar, people. You yeah, I'm shake its little there's like, Yeah, there's like bubbles, yeah. like bubbling up. <laughs> His body heat is spiking. His little brow is furrowed completely. Hey, you all right in there? I was just asking a question. Don't, don't You don't get it all worked up about it. I, uh, <laughs> no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm, uh, I'm doing some thoughts. I'm doing thoughts about this as... You got me. You got me thinking. You got me thinking about something, sort of on running parallel to this. That I'm. Uh, I don't know. I, I have to think about this. Okay. All right. Um, fuck. Um, do we have some sense of what time it is? Uh, yeah, it's still a few hours before dawn. The kids are back to sleep, and uh, officially, it's like about the time Trey's watch should be ending and Ula should be starting. It's like four hours, four hours till everybody gets up time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you good to take over? Did you did you sleep enough? I'll be all right. All right, um, Trey, can you uh, leave the drones set up on watch? Are they going to be okay for the next couple hours? Uh, yes, I have programmed uh, patterns into them. What uh, what do the drones do to wake you up if you happen to be asleep, Trey? So that's. Actually, what I was so I'm gonna do that when Nash and Reggie go back to sleep, or at least go into the RV. I'm gonna stay out for a minute. Okay, clue me in. <laughs> uh, well, it's actually I'm gonna. Ula's coming he's, out. He's now gonna, too, he's gonna talk to Ula, so that's why. Okay. Okay. So let's see that scene. Ula and Trey are sitting outside. Everybody else has gone in, and it's quiet. Um, Ula, do. Wait, I just Do want to take have... a moment to yeah, play yeah. some to play some suspenseful violins very quietly in the background, just like a single note suspended <laughs> for a long time. Because this is like the first time we've seen Ula and Trey in the same shot, like in the same scene together. And there's a lot of weird underground tension between them. Don't worry, he does not have his hand anywhere near his pistol. <laughs> yeah, just, <I> can't. <laughs> uh Ula, do you have um, augmented reality? Do you have a layer? Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say no. Uh, what she has is a kind of cyber clairvoyance that you might say appears to her like as kind of like what you see as a layer, but it's it's not using a visual display technology that you're familiar with. Minus... My, I have something that's much more um, geared towards cyber clairvoyance, but also I have full spectrum vision, so I'm able to enhance my vision, but it's not an overlay. And now that I have the nanobots, and she kind of like stares off into space for a moment, she's like, (laughs) that's a whole other level of information. But again, I, I think it's different. Understood. Uh, I'm assuming since you are able to communicate with the nanobots and that you do have this uh, extra sensory perceptions uh, that you have a DNI. 
Yes. Think you have a brain computer? <laughs> um, would I be, or rather, would it be okay with you if I connected to it? So that while you are on watch, I could give the drones access to be able to alert you. First he said, I want to interface with you, baby. <laughs> I I think the first thing that might occur to you, Ula, is like, would you want me doing that to you? Well, she has a lot of thoughts and she's gathering them. You can tell that she's you can tell that like she's processing what you said. Um Trey, I I know we've spoken a bit about our experiences with various corporate um, cultures. We'll call it. Uh, and yours appears to have been very militant. And I, w- I would say that what they did to you lacked a certain moral framework that I feel like is at a bare minimum, um, <laughs> she's stepping so gingerly around this. <laughs> and so you're a bit frightening, and I don't really frighten easily. Um, because what was done to me was done when I was older than you, and you were instead grown to fit the mold that they had. And then they just tried to shove me into one and that only worked with so well. Um, the things that they did to me were awful. And the things that they asked me to do were even worse. And that's fine. Like that is my, that's the burden I bear, right? The, the question behind the ethics of what I was doing and what I eventually left doing is, um, well, it, it doesn't really particularly matter except to say you and I share a great deal of similarities and at the same time I find you frightening oh I love that and uh yeah so when you said that he was grown into it he probably uh like subconsciously actually like reached up and touched like the side of his head because he actually has like the uh the external ports so to speak, of of his DNI are actually visible on the side of his head and kind of a little bit underneath his eye as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so yeah, then he'll like I understand that our situations are different. Uh, however, I am used to being around a group that can communicate on a different level. Um, in effect, by not having to communicate if that makes sense um do you miss i find that yeah i find that easier however i have learned to adapt and if you would prefer that i continue to use the adaptation with you i respect that so not so not connecting your brains yes is the is the adaptation for you the the adaptation Uh yep Um, He's like, I also understand that my actions can be surprising and alarming to some. 
They were not with the people I have been with. However, with the reactions that I have gathered from Nash and Reggie, I understand that what I do is not normal to them. (laughs) That's an understatement. I have a lot of I have a lot of empathy for what you experienced. I I think I experienced it differently, but I still experienced some of it. So, um, I I she kind of like just stares at him for a minute, and she's like, "All right, I'll trust you." And so when you stare at like as you're talking to him, you'll notice he his eyes will like flick to you, mm-hmm. but. Like, he'll connect with you for a moment, and then they're up to the left, and up, and over, and down, and then, like, back to you, but then back all around. And, but at that point, he will settle on you. She'll, she will very gently and slowly reach out and just, like, touch his arm in a, like, reassuring sort of way, and, um, and she's, she'll just be like, it made me very different what I went through. It's kind of lonely sometimes. I understand. And yeah, so he'll he'll link and so that he can share alerts and information that way. Okay, first I need Ula to open up. This is a psyche roll. Okay. <clears throat> I have three dice. Psyche three. Uh, and you know what? You actually have never done this before, so it is a little challenging. Beat a three. Doing like a Voltron situation here? <laughs> quiet, Sorry. quiet. We're Sorry. dealing with a highly evolved <laughs> semi-sexual metaphor. I, I here, recede, so. I recede into the background. <laughs> I have a three, a one, and a six. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's a yes and Ula. Um do you know what the and is? I think the end is she gives herself a fail-safe cutoff switch. Nice. Little internal safety word. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. And now, Trey, uh, yes. you're, you're going to make a similar role. What, uh, is there a skill that you're applying here? I do have... I do have well, so I have I have programming, or I have DNI control. Okay, so I think it's DNI control, and you are familiar with the Wolfram language, and her DNI yep. is a Wolfram model. So it's actually not even challenging for you. It's pretty easy. You need to beat a two. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. She's not even resisting. Uh, six. Yeah. So that's a yes and. Um, do you know what the and is? Um, <laughs> it's gonna sound weird. I'm also going to set up a failsafe. <laughs> um, basically, I'm. I want to make. Um, I want. I want to set it up so that access is one way. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, you're setting that up, and you kind of have to set that up before you allow the final connection. Otherwise, it's like you know setting oh, yeah. up a firewall when you're already connected to the the bad signal, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, 
So you set that up for yourself and you press forward mentally imaging like going down a tunnel, going down a cable into the system, which is a, a not even a 3D, but a multiple dimensional network of nodes, which is inside Ula's head. Uh, as you move through this network, you're bombarded by thoughts and sensations and images and symbols way faster than I could possibly explain. And it's kind of an overload. And you're also beginning to sense signals coming in on levels that you were never even aware existed before. It's the input of all of those millions of nanobots coming in on time. It's swarming your brain. It is starting to overload you. It's more than you think you can handle. And you have to make a psyche roll. This is very hard. You need to beat a six. Can I add programming to this? <laughs> How about computer science? <laughs> I will give you computer science. Ooh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, I rolled a six, and that's a plus one, so that's seven. You just exactly did it. And what I mean by did it is you, you basically set up enough security around yourself uh, to prevent your brain from frying. Mm -hmm. Um it doesn't mean you necessarily learned anything new, but you were able to, it was a, I don't want to say the word pain, but it was a dramatic, uh, I mean, by orders of magnitude, by many orders of magnitude, more data than your DNI system was built to process. Hers is off the charts. Yeah. And I think that's the end of this episode. What is it? What is? I just want to know. What does it look like when this happens to him? Like, what? How does he respond? Like, what is Ula seeing? You probably. So, Trey is normally, well because he but, set up the yeah. one way thing. Um, all all you really you don't see anything. You just sense that there's a connection. No, I just mean yeah. what do I see him? Oh, physically? like physically, yeah. Physically. Like, what, oh. So what I, I think Trey is nor is is normally like still, except for you know eyes darting all over the place and the occasional hand gestures. Um, I think at that point, his eyes go like, like he's looking, trying to look at everything all at once. And at that point he goes not frantic, but are your like eyes, he does are your a lot eyes of cybernetic. Them. Yeah. Trey, they are, are, yes. eyes, they are both of them. Yep. Both of them. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to say that your eyes experience so much overload, they actually radiate a small amount of light. Your eyes are turning white. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she kind of, like, reaches, like, towards him, like, gingerly, like, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, he'll make, he'll make several very quick gestures, and then he basically, like, well, almost like a conductor stopping an orchestra. Like both hands like together, a separate, and um, and then goes calm and back to normal. normal. <laughs> and uh, just... Yeah, that that you, yeah. Uh, you were in a real hurry to pull yourself back there. That was in oh, an, yeah. in an intense overload. Ula, you may have just seen something that neither Reggie nor Nash has ever seen. There's like a little moment of fear crossed Trey's face. She just kind of like, she's like, once she assesses that he's sort of okay, there's like a little 
little smirk that shows up on her face, just the, <laughs> just the tiniest little smirk. And she's like, it's a little scary in here. <laughs> I love it. Nice. I love it. Trey just gets up and goes back inside. Oh, yeah. Not a word. Just like a nod. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> yeah. And we're going to fade out right here. Nice. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for checking it out. Um, we've got new version of Core Thulu is available. Links for the in the show notes for all of the core related things, as well as Todd's Patreon. If you enjoy this game, if you enjoy uh, the core stuff that's happening, go over and support Todd. Don't support the show. Not that anybody does anyway. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. I'm not saying anything. Uh, support, support everybody. Solidarity, brothers and sisters. <laughs> No, 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 we're going to record anyway. So go throw some shackles at Todd. Uh, support indie creators. Uh, buy indie products. Don't play D&D. It sucks. Mostly. You can play D&D and. Well, all right. Fine. Actually, I'm, I'm in two D&D games if we count Leslie's game that we haven't played in like four years. <laughs> we get it, though. Fuck the man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody plays D and D, and then they grow up, and and then they play that's good games. So you branch out. Uh, you try new things. You do other yeah. stuff. That's, that's probably <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher of choices. That is extremely helpful. So if you want to do that for us, that would be great. Bumps us up in the algorithms. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't. It probably doesn't matter because we're going to play games anyway. You guys get it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.